opportunities around um, more acceleration capabilities are, are actually endless. When you bring to harness the power of both Microsoft with an ISV partner and a GSI. Welcome to the Microsoft Cloud Executive Enablement Series, where we speak with Microsoft Cloud senior leaders and experts about the latest trends in technologies we're seeing in the market. The goal of this series is to share with you and your teams our perspective on the business value driven by the Microsoft Cloud for our mutual customers and the opportunities for our partners to grow their business with Microsoft. My name is Olga Karpman. I'm the product planning and operations leader for the industry partner engineering group focused on enabling joint success for our industry partners. And my name is Alan Brown. Uh, I lead up the industry ISV product team. Um, and my team works closely with a set of prioritized industry ISVs to deliver industry solutions on top of the Microsoft Cloud. Today, Alan and I going to share more about the Microsoft Cloud for industry strategy and the work we're doing with our GSI and ISV partners. Thank you, Olga, and I'm so excited to be here today. Alan, I know you come from the financial uh, services company, and now as part of your uh, Microsoft uh, work, you engage with a lot of industry customer and partners. Uh, what's on top of their minds, and uh, how do we actually respond as a company? Yeah, really great question. And, you know, like most companies uh, uh, during this time, you know, everyone's trying to figure out how do you do do more with less, right? We're, we're sitting in this day and age where we have just this massive, um, you know, challenge around, you know, either it's, you know, macroeconomic conditions or, you know, societal change or, you know, technological changes as well. You know, just think of ChatGPT and OpenAI and how that's uh, kind of blown up uh, as of late. So we see five key imperatives that are going to be important to, you know, all organizations across all industries. And, you know, that starts with number one, to, to be data-driven um, and optimized with uh, Azure. You know, number two, um, deliver efficiency with uh, automation and AI. Uh, number three, innovate with a cloud develop development platform. Um, and number four, it's really about re-energizing your workforce with M365. And then last, but certainly not least, number five, uh, which is all about protecting everything, everyone, everywhere. Olga, I'm sure you're hearing similar feedback from our GSI partners who are an integral part of our Microsoft Cloud for Industry strategy. For those of you who aren't familiar with our strategy, it might be good for you to give an overview to ground our conversation. Can you talk a little bit about the uh, strategy, uh, what industries we're fo focused on, and where we're taking our first party offerings? So we're working closely with Microsoft Global Partner Organization to ensure that the set of practices and patterns are integrated through a well-architected approach. Yeah. yeah. And uh, th that allows us also to focus on some very specific industry and customer scenarios. For example, the focus uh, that the focus industries now are for us are financial services, uh, healthcare, manufacturing, retail, sustainability, energy, and the global expansion. And our aim really is to build the capabilities uh, not only in those industries, but in those industry-specific customer scenarios so that uh, our partners can be empowered to deliver the customer value. 
Alan, like everything we do at Microsoft, our success depends on partners. But I think that's especially true for industry. Can you talk more deeply about like how you are working with partners? Absolutely, and uh, again, another really uh, great question. Uh, partners are absolutely critical to our strategy. When you think about our industry clouds, um, partners are at the center of everything that we do. If we double click on our, our strategy just a bit, we focus on industry solution plays like enhanced patient engagement uh, in the healthcare space. These type of industry accelerators provide power apps and Azure capability bundles that provide our partners with a starting point for building their respective industry solutions. A good example is Teladoc, a leading virtual healthcare provider in North America. They built a solution on top of Microsoft Cloud for remote patient care. GSIs are also an integral part of our strategy because they are in the implementation path. They do that last mile delivery and often taking ISVs with them as they include their, uh, their own IP to provide that industry specific value. We're also focused on building uh, specific industry-focused services to accelerate time to value. One example of this is the Azure Health Data Services. When you consider all industries, there are a unique set of uh, industry-specific data services, data and AI models that we can ship uh, with each industry solution that our partners and customers can take, configure, extend to meet industry-specific needs. So, in a nutshell, our industry cloud strategy enables partners to accelerate time to value at scale. So uh, looking at it from an ISV product management perspective, right? You mentioned the uh, creating different differentiated industry solutions. So tell us a little more how you and your team actually work with industry ISVs. You know, that again, another really great question. And you know, as we've engaged with uh, ISVs, we've unlock three different type of engagement patterns. Um, and we use the, those patterns to really inform how we engage. So the first engagement pattern that um, we actually use with ISVs is uh, Microsoft as an ingredient. So think of underlying compute and uh, collaboration services. In this specific case, uh, Microsoft IP is not visible to the ISVs partners and users. So. The, in this particular case, again, I'll use Teladoc as a, another great example with Teladoc Solo. Teladoc is controlling the user experience that, that a patient would observe, that a patient would see, while Microsoft is providing the underlying platform. Our next engagement model is integrated. So in an integrated uh, model, Microsoft IP is visible. So think of something like Power BI being presented in the user's uh, experience. In that particular case, it really requires tight collaboration uh, around definition, design, and delivery uh, of a given solution because we're, we're tightly integrated. So a good example of this is some work that uh, we recently did, and you're really familiar with this as well, is with iFi. So iFi provides um, smart store analytics for autonomous stores. And we've partnered with uh, iFi and actually showed our Better Together solution at the National Retail Federation Conference just last month. And what was really beautiful about it, we were able to stand that up with not only Microsoft and, and iFi, but we were able to bring an iFi customer along with us, Zapka, who happens to be a Polish retailer. Our last engagement model is a, is a bit deeper. It's going to take a lot more effort, and it's called layered. So in that particular case, we're looking to build things on open industry standards. A, a great example of this is what we're doing uh, in the energy space with uh, Slumberjay. 
where we're building to the open subsurface data universe to, to, build, uh, to build the Azure Data Manager. And then we take Slumberjay's solution, their, their portion of the solution, and layer, layer it on top. So again, with the layered uh, engagement model, it really requires uh, a deep commitment from not only Microsoft, but the partner as well to, uh, to make that successful. So like really, what are the benefits of uh, building this three engagement models, like for partners and for your team engaging with them? Would love to hear more. You know, really great question. And the benefit of those engagement models, it provides clarity on how we're going to dedicate our resources to actually build that better together um, scenario with the ISV or, or a GSI. So it really helps inform what, number one, what the resource commitments will be in, the, in that engagement model. So when you think of ingredient, in most cases, you know, that's where we'll provide, you know, reference architectures, maybe POCs, but it's really the ISV in that particular case that's driving a lot of the go-to-market motion so that they can run pretty fast. When you start moving into an integrated, where we, we are tightly coupled together, again, it helps inform, you know, not only how we leverage our engineering resources, but how do we go to market jointly where we can add, you know, joint value in the Microsoft uh, marketplace to sell that solution. Um, in the third with Laird, again, heaviest commitment that gets all the benefits of the, uh, of the previous two uh, engagement types. Got it. Yeah, no, I definitely see how this categorization and really the marketplace, Microsoft Marketplace, would help drive all of those three types, yeah. So, Olga, we just talked about, you know, how my group engages with uh, ISVs. Um, you know, how are we doing that with uh, GSIs? Yeah, so uh, happy to give an example. Let's take uh, financial services. Uh, so we're seeing clearly an opportunity with retail banks. And the opportunity typically starts with a conversation about modernization. Uh, the customer views migration and replatforming is a really high-risk endeavor, right? Because it's almost like doing brain surgery, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, just think how risky that is, right? To think about replatforming, migrations. But when they do that on top of Microsoft Cloud for financial services, which is a modern platform, and they have an opportunity to build their capabilities on top, what it does is actually creates a predictable and a safe way for them to to build to, to build their business on it. You know, that's a really good point. And, and again, coming from the financial uh, services industry, I truly understand the sentiment of uh, moving from one cloud provider to another that, uh, again, is doing brain and heart surgery at, at, the, uh, at the same time. Um, but, you know, one of the points that you, you really made, which I think is uh, really powerful, when you look at the Microsoft Cloud, what we're really saying, partner with an ISV partner, is, hey, you know, you know, last year, five years, 10 years ago, a lot of the plumbing that you would have to do with a cloud provider, you had to do it yourself. Leveraging the Microsoft Cloud for industry, we've bundled that up and that's what makes an accelerator. So a lot of the heavy lift that they would have to go through previously, we've removed that friction. Yeah, not only that, but we also basically providing an opportunity now for system integrators to take the platform, to build the capabilities, add ISV capabilities or other ISV solution, and think of that, that they now can actually take this bundle to their customers, right? And now the customer actually does see a huge value in that. Yeah, yeah. And the opportunities around um, more acceleration capabilities are, are actually endless. When you bring to harness the power of both Microsoft with an ISV partner, and a GSI.
So yeah, Alan, uh, would love to hear more how <clears throat> your organization actually helps those ISVs moving up the Microsoft stack. Great question again, Olga. Um, we have a, a tool called the Partner Solution uh, Journey Map, which really focuses on Microsoft cloud-focused areas. And what we look at uh, is a specific ISV solution and how it's moving from a foundational step to a trans transformational phase. Now, when we look at this map, the, the beauty in it, it is an agnostic tool. It's applicable to ISVs, it's applicable to GSIs, and we can also apply it to, uh, to, to customers as, as well. So, you know, when we bring this in front of, you know, an ISV partner, you know, some of the questions that we'll ask as an example is like, you know, how are you thinking about ChatGPT or OpenAI uh, and how it's going to make your solution more compelling? Um, are you thinking about security? and how it differentiates your, uh, your, your value prop. So the foundational would be some very uh, standard, uh, I'm guessing foundational requirements, right? To ensure the future uh, building up in the future services, right? Am I a looking at it the right way? You are absolutely, yeah. absolutely looking at it the, uh, the right way. And as we do those uh, assessments, it really helps inform us on what is the next specs action that we can take to help an ISV partner move up that transformation scale. So in doing so, in collaboration with the ISV partner, um, we typically identify um, a series of uh, opportunities that we can go after to, to mature the solution. In connection to that, we also look at, you know, what are the co-sale opportunities as well? So how do we go to market? So this really helps inform how we, um, you know, we deeply engage with the partner. So I guess it wouldn't be right not to ask about ChatGPT. Where does ChatGPT fall, right? <laughs> well, you know, in those cloud focus areas, right? So data and AI are, are huge, right? So, you know, there is a big groundswell around OpenAI and ChatGPT. Um, I think it's really going to transform um, some of the various industries. I would say some are a little bit more ripe for that technology, if you will. But um, yes, it's the part is part of our partner journey map where we can have those robust conversations to help, you know, really drive um, real value for the partner. Wow, this is a quite a innovative work. Really exciting. Yeah. Now we know how we uh, leverage the partner journey map, um, you know, with our ISV partners, um, and I know that's something that the team is going to look to incorporate for GSIs. Again, it's a it's an agnostic tool. But I, I know the team is also deeply engaged in looking at a well-architected uh, framework that is very similar to the well-architected for cloud framework. Um, can you give us a little bit more color on how this would be applied to GSIs? Oh yes, definitely. So uh, if you think of it, well-architected framework is a, a set of resources and the best practices that actually position to get the better business outcome, right? Like, and right now we have it developed for Azure, yeah. and uh, which is basically publicly available at uh, uh, aka.ms slash WAF, W-A-F, for short <laughs> for Well-Architected Framework, right? So uh, those been used a lot by customers, definitely by partners. And what we do now, we build in uh, we, we build in WAF, well-architected framework for industry, and really what it's going to include for partners, it will have like additional improved practices and patterns on in, in improved security, reliability, performance, and cost optimization. So basically now their GSIs can actually uh, take it, build, in it, build with it, use it as a guidance, yeah. and bring it to their uh, industry customers. 
So a lot of support resources, a lot of references, so that uh, our GSI partners don't have to hunt and peck to find things. This will be defined in a central location that uh, that they can leverage to move forward. Definitely, definitely, because they are building on the years of experience, experience right? Yeah. Like in all this like wide range of customers, learnings, best practices that we gather, then this is a great asset for anyone, anyone who would want to like just take it and uh, use it to deliver their, their practice or solution or capabilities. Olga, you know, that was really great. Could you give us a little bit more color, you know, around those, those uh, critical points there? You know, so performance, security, um, uh, cost optimization, you know, what, what is really in this for, for the GSI? Well, think of it this way, that these are the really the foundational parameters that customers are looking for in any of their IT project, right? And for industry customers, there's definitely very specific industry flavor to it. So with this set of practices, what our system integrators can do, they can take those resources, uh, build their services and capability with this as a guided set of principle and bring it to their customers, which is actually will accelerate deployment mm -hmm. and will allow them to see the value. It's like, wow, Olga, time is really flying by. I mean, this has been a really uh, engaging conversation and I appreciate the time, but I know we only have a few minutes left. So it would be great if you could share with our, our GSI partners the best way to engage with us moving forward. Absolutely, the best ways to uh, start with the work you're already doing with your uh, PDM or Partner Development yeah. Manager. So once you identify your focused industry and the very specific customer scenario and solution you want to work, that's where um, well-architected framework style of enablement uh, yeah. comes into play, right? Because those are the guided set of principles yeah. and best practices. And that's where we can work with... Uh, uh, with PDMs or with other Microsoft Teams to ensure that we support through the various co-build and co-develop opportunities. That's just awesome. So Olga, you know, this has been a great conversation, but what is the net takeaway for our GSI partners? No, I think it's, uh, I, I would say that the net takeaway is that uh, we are very excited to partner uh, with GSIs on, on this industry journey. Yeah. and. Uh, we know that uh, we rely on you to, uh, to work with us uh, on a guided set of principles and the best practices, and also uh, uh, on, the, on the joint customers that we, where we see the biggest business opportunity. How do you see it from your side? You know, the net takeaway for me, and this is what I want our GSI partners to think about, and I know they already know this, um, when you think of ISVs uh, and system integrators, there's a symbiotic relationship with bringing value to market. So with this industry context that we're all looking to go after, you know, many of our GSIs have, you know, specific practices that are set up to serve specific uh, industry verticals. Um, you know, so the main takeaway that I want them to have is that we are a platform company that is looking, again, to remove friction in the way that they, uh, they go to market and build their solutions. So with WAF, with the partner journey maps, we are attempting to provide a, a set of resources that help them go faster. Great, I think this is a, there's a lot of interest and work ahead of us and uh, excited to partner with you and excited to partner with all uh, our customers and partners. And that wraps up today's episode. Don't forget that this episode is a part of a series featuring some of our most experienced and innovative global executives, packed full of great insights and examples of how to make the most out of working alongside Microsoft. 
If you haven't already, make sure to check out our other episodes. No matter your industry or area of focus, the Microsoft Global Partner Enablement Team is here to enable you and your teams to achieve more. If you want to watch this episode, it's also available as a video. If there's an area of cloud innovation you'd like to hear more about, please send us a note at salesenablement-gsi at microsoft.com so that we can create content that meets your enablement needs. Thank you for listening. Thank you for engaging with us. And thank you for being a Microsoft partner. We'll see you on the next episode of the Microsoft Cloud Executive Enablement Series.